My name is Timothy Eldred. I'm a husband, father, writer, speaker, seeker, coffee snob, pipe smoker, bourbon drinker, and a person of faith. I'm also a friendly disruptor of the status quo who's traveled the world to help people discover their identity. My mission is to end the pain of aloneness and to help people live with authenticity in an artificial world. But I can't do that alone. So I'm glad you're listening. Welcome. This is Square Peg, Round Hole. Well, I've been on vacation. And it was a proper vacation. For almost three weeks, I had my entire family together in Utah. And during that time, I did not, well, maybe once, but effectively, I did not open my laptop. I opened my iPad, but that was mostly reading. And so I just figured it was time to take take a real break. So I don't know the last time you've had a real break, but man, it felt good. And I had every intent before I left to have two, three, four, you know, podcasts in the can, as they say. And so I'm sorry, uh, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I've been saying that a lot lately. Hey, I've been gone for a couple of weeks and I'm back. Been gone for a couple of weeks, didn't have anything ready for you. But you know what? I think it's better because I'm back I'm refreshed, and uh, my mind is clear, and I've got all kinds of thoughts. And today I'm going to do something I don't typically do. I'm just going to completely go unscripted. And my hope is that it doesn't turn out to be like crap, but it's got some teeth to it. It's a simple thought. I don't know how long this podcast is going to go. It could be five minutes. It could be 25 minutes. All I know is it's 327 on a Wednesday afternoon. I've just poured a short bourbon and um, getting ready to sit down and record some ideas that have been just running through my mind over and over on this episode of Square Peg Round Hole. If you're just joining us for the very first time, welcome. So glad you're here. If you're a regular listener, you know what? You are um, you're a gift. You've made this podcast what it is. Um, we continue to climb in the charts, and there are more downloads and more listeners all the time, and that's thanks to you. So we appreciate um, you sharing it with others, leaving a review. We talk about that at the end of every podcast. But what I wanted to share with you is the idea that kept like popping in my mind the other day as I was running. Um, well, I wasn't running. That That's an overstatement. I was walking. I don't run anymore. That would about kill me. I'm in fairly decent shape, but my body and especially my back and my spine, we don't we don't run anymore. We barely ride a bicycle, but we're more active. And I was out for a walk, about five miles. That's what I've been trying to do that two, three days a week, fairly consistently. Some days I'm good, some weeks I'm okay. Uh, other weeks I completely botched that. So far after vacation, we are like on track with you know, staying steady in a routine. As I was walking, I was thinking about a conversation that we had when we were away on a family vacation. And that means my wife, myself, my adult children. And um, we're talking about 
coming home and what that would look like to sit down in the recording studio, not the podcast studio, but the recording studio here and put together an EP. So short album. What songs would be on that? Would we just do covers or should we include some originals and how would that be produced? And um, it really got me thinking that I've been wanting to do that for a long, long time. And I've been I've been putting it off. For what reason? I don't know. There's some goals in my life that I am going to accomplish in the next few years. And um, recording more music is one of those. I love to make music. It's a great medium to share thoughts in a new way about the ideas that are on your heart, songs that connect with your heart and hopefully will connect with an audience, if anyone listens, in a way that help them think differently as well about life. And it was my youngest son, Kelton, who started putting together a list for me. He'd send me a song and say, this would be a great song for you. This would be a great song. Hey, Dad, record this song, but don't use a guitar. Use a ukulele. And uh, so I'm having to figure out, like, I don't play ukulele that well, but I guess I can get, I guess I can get better at it. And um, he's got great musical taste, and he knows my sound and my voice and what would, what would really communicate well and what I could record well and not, you know, sound stupid. And um, the thing that kept going through my mind as I was walking is the phrase that he used, whatever you do, Dad, don't over produce it. Don't overproduce it. So much music is overproduced. Keep it raw. Keep it rudimentary. Keep it real. Or as I would say, I think is appropriate on this podcast, keep it authentic. Don't, don't put all this stuff in it to make it sound better. I mean, if you make a mistake, you make a mistake. I mean, you're not the world's greatest guitar player, but just sit down and play. You might not be the world's greatest vocalist, but just sit down and and sing. You've got a voice and you've got a sound that people will listen to, which was very kind to hear. I hope he wasn't lying. I don't think he was lying. And if he was, I'm still going to take it as, as a compliment. But as I was walking and thinking about, you know, what I would want to record, that word overproduced kept running through my mind. As I said, there's been thoughts running through my mind. And I just wonder if we we don't live in an overproduced world. Everything we do has additional sounds and layers and images and all things we add, and I've used this word in the past, additives and supplements that we include in our world in order to portray an image, in order to impress an audience in order to be noticed, not for really who I am, but for what I want you to believe about me, what I want you to think about me. So our lives are overproduced. And it would really be, you know, disingenuous of me to record an EP that was overproduced when I talk about authenticity and about everything that I do, what I write, what I speak, how I podcast. It's about living, as you know, you listen to this podcast with authenticity in an artificial world. And so then my mind begins to race ahead from this idea of overproduced to a phrase that Cindy, my wife, used uh, with me, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and maybe on vacation, I don't remember. And she said, I'll be ready when I put my face on. 
Now, if you know my wife or you ever meet my wife, that is a laughable phrase because she is um, one of the least wearing makeup people I know. She can put her face on, if she even puts a face on, in minutes, you know, not hours. And, um, and I'm aware sometimes it takes people a lot longer than others. And so whether she wears makeup or not, you know, I don't care if she's got a face on her or not. I kind of prefer her, prefer her with, without a face. The only person who wears less makeup than my wife is probably my, my daughter-in-law. And, um, but the high, whole idea of, okay, I'm combining the two now for you, right? Overproduced and put my face on. But put your face on is not about a matter of wearing makeup, Okay. I'm a child of the 80s, so you know I know what it's like to wear makeup. <laughs> Believe it or not, I saw a picture of myself the other day and actually showed it to my daughter-in-law. I said, listen, if you look really close in this headshot, I'm, I'm wearing eyeliner. And if you grew up in the 80s, you know, uh, maybe late 90s, early 90s, sorry, um, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know, I wasn't covered with lipstick and mascara and blush, but a little bit of eye makeup. And so it's not about makeup. Because you can put your face on in, in lots of ways. It's the face that we show people. It's the face that we use to hide things, flaws, blemishes, insecurities, incompetencies, lack of self-confidence. If you really saw behind my face of whatever show you publicly. You might not be as pleased or impressed with who I am as who I want you to, to think I am. And so I'm just curious in our overproduced world because putting on your face could be a simple idea. It could be the, the car you drive, and I've said this before, the car you drive you can't afford to drive. The house you live in that you can't afford the mortgage on. The clothes you wear. And it could be clothes that you want people to think, wow, I mean, that's a great outfit. Or it could be clothes to hide things. Like, I wear black. I wear a lot of black. I love black. I've worn black for a long time. Not just because I love it, but black covers a multitude of sins. So it hides that 15 pounds that I'm walking three, four days a week and um, try to get rid of and the way I'm changing my diet. Not to lose weight. I'm not trying to lose weight. I don't encourage you to lose weight either. I encourage you to be healthy. Strive for health in everything you do, and probably the weight you're trying to shed will take care of itself. That's what I'm finding out anyway. I hope to talk about that later, the whole idea of health and food and sleep and all things that I also think are part of being authentic in an artificial world. And so maybe it's your clothes, maybe it's your car, maybe it's your house. By the way, just a shout out to Brooklyn because I'm not the only person who loves black. So it's in her apparel and it's in her toenail polish as well. Some of you like black. If I had to take off my face, what would I eliminate? Because, I mean, I, I don't have it all together, but I want you to think I've got it 
altogether. I've been pretty transparent. Matter of fact, I did a podcast a few weeks ago that came out today for somebody else. And um, on Twitter, they did a little shout out that said, hey, Tim, thank you so much for your transparency and your vulnerability. And that meant a lot because that's what I'm trying to be, especially with you, because you're investing your time listening to me. And I don't want you ever to encounter me in a way um, that you think, well, that was just a bunch of BS. That's not who you really is. So if I don't want to be overproduced in life and I don't want to put on my face, what would that look like? Well, I was thinking about the title that I wanted to give this little podcast. And it was in my mind, I keep saying, don't just not put on your face. Take off your mask too. And, and I think a lot of that is the same thing. The face we wear is the mask that we use to hide behind. What would our world look like? And I'm just curious. And I'd love to hear from you, but what would our world look like if we did not feel the need to put on a face, to wear a mask, to just be exposed, to let it all hang out? What would we lose? Would we lose a persona that people have of us? And if we did, what would that matter? Would it feel better to be free or feel more free than it is to feel fake, pretend? For me, it does. And I'm not saying, again, there's not some things that I probably, and I'm going to say inadvertently because I'm really working hard at not intentionally hiding anything about myself. I would tell you this, if you take off your mask and don't put on your face, and again, I want to just say, that's not about a male statement or a female statement, but putting on your face. We all have a public face. You could lose some relationships. You could lose some friends. You could lose some status. Now my mind is I'm sitting here talking unscripted, just immediately goes to um, the nonsense that we call social media. Yeah, 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 I know. There's benefits to social media. Uh, some days I think there is because it gives me a place and a platform to share some thoughts. And other times I just think, man, was life better before social media? And, and I think if we're honest, we would all say, yeah, it was a whole lot better. So I've got my Timothy Eldred stuff, and then I've got a personal page and a professional page. And I really don't look at the personal page much because I, it sounds bad, but I really don't want to see everyone else's mask. I mean, we put things on, pictures on, posts on that just say, hey, here's what I want you to think of me. I've probably rewritten this post nine times. Do I do that? Absolutely, I do that. I posted a picture the other night of me gigging in my backyard, not my little backyard, but I come home from vacation and had a gig with the people I play in a band with who make me sound better. I'm just telling you, they're better musicians than I am, and I love to play and sing with them because I come across better than I really am. And we're not even overproduced. 
you know, I'd probably include a couple of them on this EP I want to record because they improve me. The reason I like to play with them is because I view them as also being authentic people. But I put that picture on Instagram and, um, and I know in the back of my mind, the thought was, I hope people see this and like it because I hope they like the fact that, you know, um, I look good. Ha, huh, I do look good. I'm getting healthier every day. Or that, hey, you, you play music. I had a person respond to me and said, man, what can you not do? I didn't know you could sing and play guitar too. And um, actually, he just said, you can sing too. He didn't say guitar. I put that in there. Why? Because I probably want to impress you. Um, that I can do more than just one thing. I'm multi-gifted individual, which just means I've got more responsibility to share that with the world. What would my life look like? I'm still stuck on that question. What would my life look like? What would your life look like if it were not overproduced? You didn't put on a face and you choose to take off your mask. Uh, I think our culture would be would be better. Now, we would probably put a lot of, you know, makeup companies and car companies and mortgage companies and clothing companies out of business. Social media would dwindle down to, you know, um, a slow snail's pace and maybe in time just like cease to exist. I'd be okay with that. Maybe my podcast wouldn't even exist because... I mean, do I put the podcast out there to share my life with you and hopefully improve your life? Absolutely. Do I want you to love my podcast? Well, of course I want you to love my podcast. You know, I'm not an alien. I'm still a human. I still have weaknesses. I still find myself striving and living more artificially than I would prefer to be, you know, as my authentic self. So there's no great conclusion to this podcast today. And yet I think that's okay because I think people who lead, and I think that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to lead a conversation. I don't have to be the expert. I don't have to know all the answers. What I'm trying to do is ask harder questions, better questions. And that's why I'm asking this question. What would your life look like? And would it be better? Would it be worse? And what are you afraid of? I alluded to that earlier. Are you afraid that you would lose relationships? Are you afraid that people would really see inside and know how much of a mess you might be? And um, that could be true of me, but I've been doing this for a couple years, and what I know is what I want to tell you is this. Oh my gosh, you don't know what you're missing if you're continuing to put on a face every day and hide yourself behind a facade. The freedom that comes with just being is almost indescribable for words. It's a sense of fulfillment that you can feel deep in your heart, down to your toes, that you know that you are your whole. You're true. And you're true to yourself. Because in my opinion, at this stage of my life, life is about discovering who you are. Your true identity. 
and then living it out loud without shame, without embarrassment. And why would you be embarrassed if you really knew who you were and you were comfortable in your own skin and confident in your strengths and in your weaknesses? See, that's what we try to cover up with our mask and with our face, the face we put on. We try to cover up our our weaknesses. But when we do that, all we do is reinforce to others that they have weaknesses too. And so what do they have to do? They have to put on a thicker mask and more makeup. They have to put on a different face. Because, I mean, if you're perfect, how can they not be? If you've got it all together, then they have to pretend to have it all together too. So would our world be better? Absolutely our world would be better. Because we'd all stop faking it. We'd all love people the way they are. Everyone would know they belong. No one would have to feel like they have to fit in. Because fitting in... Fitting in sucks. Just think about back to when you were younger. And I don't know how old you are listening to this podcast. I mean, you might be young. If you are, man, I am humbled that you're listening to an old guy on a podcast. But I'm going to assume that my audience is potentially a bit older. So just think back just a few years. For some, it might be decades like me to adolescence when all kids were mean. And you just knew that you had to have the right thing. You had to wear the right thing. You had to say the right thing. Your hair had to be feathered just flawlessly. Or you'd be excluded. You'd be alienated. You would feel isolated, which is an empty, lonely, miserable feeling. And yet, at the same time, it feels like we just continue that routine. We've carried it from 16 to 36 to 46 to 56 and on and on and on and on. We continue to be the young person in a hallway or in a classroom who doesn't want to be left out. No one wants to be left out. People want to just be loved. And yes, I've said it before. I'll say it a million times. Love is enough. Would it be okay if we just love people, broken people, wounded people, hurt people? Because if we don't love hurt people, we pretend that we're not hurt, and then we get hurt even more. And then you know the cliche, which is not really a cliche. It's really an axiom that's true in life, hurt people hurt people, and then, you know, hurt people wear masks. I don't know the answer to it. Like I said in like probably episode one of this podcast, I'm a reliable narrator just trying to figure it out. And I've had so much great feedback in the few episodes that we've done so far, so I know we're striking a chord. The hope that I've got is that chord is resonating deeply in your life. And that chord is pure, just like the ukulele I'm going to play, the guitar I'm going to strum. It's just a nice, peaceful, sustainable sound that hums inside of you. Not overproduced, 
not more than it needs to be, not layered. My son Kelton was in my studio with me just a couple days ago, and I turned on my keyboard, and I played a piano sound that I really liked, and he said, no, no, not that. That's overproduced. Because it had layers and synthesizers and all kinds of things on top of this beautiful grand piano sound. Again, I'm a child of the 80s, so I kind of like synth, you know, on top of keys. He said, just keys, Dad. Just guitar, Dad. Just your voice, Dad. With maybe a couple friends who color it up a little bit. Keep it authentic. Not artificial. My friends, that's what I want to encourage you today too. Don't just not put on your face. Take off your mask. Don't be overproduced. Keep it authentic. At least those are my thoughts for now after vacation. I'll catch you next time. As always, I encourage you to live your humanity with humility and authenticity in this artificial world. Don't, don't compromise your identity. And don't apologize for being a square peg in a round hole. Now, before you close out of the app that you're using, please be kind, leave a review, preferably five stars. And I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast on social media. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.